Oh, Bongo. And we're back. Welcome back. <laughs> Time for another great episode. I know. I'm so excited. And I'm really excited because we have sliders in front of us. Yeah. Nothing like having a meaty queso looking you straight in the eyeballs when That's you're trying to be good. Is that what I, she said? I, I don't know. I hope not. It's weird. It's <laughs> not what the cheese dip is for. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. How you doing? Well, it's yeah, it's nice outside. Feels it, like Colorado. Yeah, it's like it, yeah. it is. It's like <laughs> welcome to Arkansas. There's only four days out of the year that we feel like Colorado. <laughs> this is one of them. I guess we have a whole month, maybe October, but yeah, mm. no, I'm enjoying. I've been outside. I've been working. I've just been doing the thing. Yeah. You, same uh, with you. Yeah, I've been doing that. Been working, uh, enjoying some fresh produce from the garden. You Ooh. know, I actually got some plants growing. Nice. So. Look at that green thumb. I yeah. love it. I haven't killed them yet, so it's a good thing. <laughs> But uh, yeah, welcome back to uh, Beyond the Tap. We are here in the EcoVet Studios, part of Farm Studios here in Bentonville, Arkansas, it's or so Hiwassee, pretty. whatever. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we have uh, EcoVet taking care of us. And then, uh, of course, we have the great folks over at Growlers Uptown Kitchen and Tap House. Um, Yum. They have brought us some sliders today. Some serious sliders, y'all. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, like one of them has guac. Yeah, I patty. heard it was uh, made in the kitchen, like some fresh every, guac. Every single thing here yeah. is made yeah. fresh in house. Yeah, I'm. Uh, Blows my mind. Yeah, every well, time except it's for good. like the veggie patty, but we'll work on that. Yeah, they cut it. <laughs> yeah, they cut it, so that helps. Yeah, like, it is nice. But uh, oh, yeah, man. with us today we have uh, some folks that I've been looking forward to this episode. Yeah, now for you've a been while. talking about it. Yep, behind the um, scenes. Yeah, it's it's uh, some folks uh, called Gotta Hold. Brewing out of uh, Eureka Springs. We're going to find out why. Yeah, this will be uh, our first Eureka Springs brewery that we've chatted with. So that'll is. be exciting. And they're brand new. So that's even cooler to hear uh, about their story. Yeah. So, uh, so let's go ahead and uh, bring, bring them, them on, on out here. Woo! Woohoo! Yeah, Welcome, come friends. On out. Hello. We've got all the fun stuff here. And they're christening our fridge. Oh, <laughs> I love hey, oh, I love both those stickers. Yes. Thank Yay. you. Come on that's in. This is awesome. Hey, hey. Welcome to the show. We're glad to have you here. Everybody, we have Dave Hello. and Wendy. And uh, I'll let you make the jokes. But, uh, <laughs> man, we are glad to have you guys here. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to be on. Thank you. Thanks, guys. So, uh, so, Eureka Springs. You guys are uh, living there now. Now, are you from Eureka Springs? No, I'm originally from Oklahoma. Okay. All right. Oh, cool. Sorry. Yeah, and I go. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> that was quick. That was, I'm um, sorry. Yeah, Dave, where are you from? I agree. <laughs> <clears throat> Got cut off first thing I'm saying. I love it. It's a really good start for, for the episode. Welcome. It's warm. It's wonderful. It's, it's wonderful. <laughs> I, I, I grew up in New York, actually. Wendy and, I, Wendy and I met up in Vermont. We were living, I was living there. She, she moved up there. Um, we were together up there, and we were actually looking to start a brewery. Came through Eureka Springs, fell in love with it. Um, and just decided that was the place we were going to do it. I love it. What time uh, of year did you visit Eureka Springs initially? I love asking. It was uh, the first Saturday in December 2018 because it was the Christmas parade. Oh, cool. Wow, okay, so sweet. it's relatively recent then. Yeah. Yeah. No, 2000, 2017. 2017 because we yeah, moved. December 2017. Okay. December 2017. Nice. That's cool. Well, so you just set up shop. Yeah, yeah, I love nice. that. Very cool. So, yeah. so tell us about yourself. Uh, we'll we'll start with you, Wendy. How about that? We'll start with you. Uh, just you said uh, you you grew up in Oklahoma. Now, obviously, you're running a brewery. So, do, did you have any experience with beer before that, or kind of what was your what was your background? What made you say, "Hey, this seems like a great idea"? <laughs> 
Well, my best friend uh, was involved in long trail brewing, so I had a little bit of experience from that end. But when I was living in Arizona in Phoenix, a friend of mine, Greg Fretz, who I went to college with, started Phoenix Ale Brewery, and I worked with him at festivals and helped Mm -hmm. pour. And then when I moved to Vermont and met Dave, uh, he gave me a lot more education <laughs> on brewing and became a Cicerone level one and decided that oh, nice. um, I could easily sell what he makes because it's so good. It makes marketing super, super easy. Um, and so I knew what he was doing. I knew what our values were together and I knew yeah. that we could make something that was really special. I All right. That. That's the podcast right there. I love it. We're <laughs> over. Good night, everybody. That was great. That's no, that's awesome. <laughs> I love to hear that. And, and Dave, I mean, that's, that's quite the compliment to you then. So tell me, how did you get into beer? Tell us about your, your history with that. Sure. Sure. So I studied engineering in college. Um, engineering was, was challenging, but not particularly fun. Uh, <laughs> and I had a professor, actually a professor during my sophomore year taught me homebrewing. He was a, this really cool guy. Um, he taught, he was in the civil engineering department at Rensselaer where I was going to school. And uh, yeah, we actually had him at our fraternity and he taught a homebrewing class. It was, it was sweet. And I just got hooked on the process. You know, by the time I was a, a junior, I was thinking like, how am I going to do this? You know, how am I going to get into, into, into this as a, as a thing? Um, and luckily at the time, this was in the early 90s, the first craft breweries were just starting to pop up. So okay. when I graduated, um, graduated in 1992, I talked my way into a job at Long Trail Brewery, which is a small, at the time was a very small brewery in Vermont. Um, and I worked there for a year and a half before deciding, yes, this is definitely what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I went back to school uh, at UC Davis in their master brewers program and spent, oh, cool. spent a year out there. That is insane. I love it. Like <laughs> that is that so cool. Yeah. And we were talking about this earlier about uh, being a master brewer and like how many are in the state of Arkansas and we think there's two, maybe three. I mean, that's pretty awesome. And then uh, you were talking about the program like you went through. You said you were in England. No. Like so the, what did the, you tell me? Yeah. I mean, the, the, um, like the, the title of brewmaster is thrown around in a couple different ways, mm-hmm. but I... I my accreditation is through the Institute of Brewing and Distilling. Okay. So they give an exam every year to, to four-year graduates. So there's, there's yeah. a couple of programs in England that have four-year um, brewing science and mm-hmm. engineering programs. Um, there's one here. Well, there's several now in the States, actually. A, a bunch of since, – since craft brewing has popped up, yeah. suddenly there's a demand for many, many more brewers. So cool. there's a lot of programs now. But um, at the time that, that I started, there really wasn't anything but UC Davis. And Siebel had classes but not mm-hmm. – really like a full-on um, four-year program. So Institute of Brewing and Distilling has been giving for a lot of years a, a comprehensive exam to yeah. their four-year graduates. And basically, if you pass this exam, you're considered a brewmaster. Oh, awesome. And you can, you can put you know, a little title on the end yeah. of your, in your name and yeah. uh, on your card. Um, so that's, that's the route that I took to sort of you know, kind of prove to myself and to the world that I knew what I was doing and that, that I was ready to go back out and you know, make some really great beer. Yeah. And I love that you settled here in Northwest Arkansas. I feel like the more people that we can have that are super talented, this more special this place becomes, you know? Like, our craft yeah. scene is just getting started, y'all. They really are. <laughs> I mean, it's been, it, you know, that's why we created the show was because, yeah. you know, there's so much amazing stuff going on around in here. And, uh, you know, I'm, you guys are, are part of the growth that has been happening, you know, huge, what, 150% growth in five years Something and like uh, we're yeah. just like exploding out here <laughs> and so uh Into and sky. i yeah. i will just go ahead and just say what what are we sipping on right here what's this one oh. this is the grisette I, it's called confabulate 
Okay. I like that name. Well, I've already sipped it just a little bit. And <laughs> it's right, delicious. Cheater. So I did. <laughs> no, it is delicious. Um, oh, yeah. Holy smokes. That's yeah. That's nice. I, I think you know what you guys are doing with this. Yeah, so, so gr- Grisette's a little bit of an odd style, uh, but I was excited that Bradley at, at Hawk Moth started make one, making one before we did because it was a style we wanted to make, mm-hmm. and he kind of, you know, kind of put it out there into the into the brewing world. We here. like Bradley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we like Bradley a lot too. Yeah. He's, he's a good guy and he makes amazing beer. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's kind of a wheat based saison. It's meant to be very very dry, um, so it's really refreshing this time of year. Yeah, a little bit of phenolics from the uh, from the Belgian yeast that we're using. Um, we're using a saison strain and just a little kiss of dry hops in there as well, just to give cool. it give it a little bit of aromatics. Yeah, I like it. I, I like definitely it like that. You mentioned it was drier, and I I definitely can taste that. It's perfect for taking to the lake. Um, perfect for you know enjoying on a back porch or anything. Yeah. I mean, this is or for the, for these this lovely queso. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> An excellent compliment. It's just going to tease you for this first it. half. Though, what what so. would you pair it with? If you could have a perfect pair when you sip this, what do you find yourself craving? Uh this beer would go really nice with a lighter cheese mm-hmm. um with Yeah, I mean it would go would go would, yeah. would go pretty well with that. Like the the, <laughs> the darker meats not probably not so much, but um yeah. It would be do a really because it's very dry. It would do a good job of cutting through yeah. um, things that are very fatty, um, and you know, kind of a lighter, lighter thing. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I would absolutely <laughs> love to dig dig into that, and probably we will at some point. Yeah, oh, we definitely we will. Yeah, we will. Thanks, that's, Seth. That's here for us. <laughs> Seth brings it, and uh, he knew Kelsey, he was like that will go well. We have another fun tie here yeah. today, uh, totally different than our normal. Uh, so we actually, we mentioned Growlers Uptown Kitchen and Tap House is our, our food sponsor. Mm-hmm. And we understand that Kelsey actually works for Growler and she works for y'all, right? Oh, how cool is She that? does. Kelsey um, was introduced to us when she said that she wanted to do a what we call beer school at Brews in Eureka Springs last year. It was an introduction to prepare for the Cicerone Level 1 exam. And she and her partner came. Went through all of them, showed up every single week, drank all the beers, studied hard, and became a Cicerone Level 1. And nice. We're super proud of her, and she's now getting ready to do Level 2. That's nice. And yeah. uh, she's just an, a wonderful addition to our team. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, she, she's a rock star. And everybody knows her. I think, or not every, you know, it's, she, <laughs> it's more people, a big deal. Well, in yeah, one way she, or another. She, I mean, she, like everybody just, knows yeah. Kelsey. Wait, so wait, what's this man, no. beer school? Like, uh, is it a beer school you created or is there something in Eureka that's like a beer school? Mm, yeah. Something it's something, it's something, something that we created. So we, okay, we were, awesome. we were looking to, you know, I was at the time I was working at brews, which is a beer bar in Eureka. Mm-hmm. Um, I was buying the beer for brews and just really looking to try and take up the education a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, you know, I, we, I would watch people describe beers to customers. Customers would come in and say, well, I don't know what I want. Yeah. Um, and really just trying to to help uh, help people to get better at describing beers. Yeah. So that, you know, I mean, when somebody help comes people. in. Yeah. Sure. Like a common language kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. But also just, you know, how to talk people into trying different things. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a lot of people at a place like that who are tourists. They've come into town and mm-hmm. they're, they wander in and they say, I don't know, I don't really like. It, we hear this a lot. I don't. I don't really like IPAs or oh, something. We hear that all the time. Yeah, something yeah. like yeah. that. And, and I'm like, you don't hoppy. know what you like. <laughs> sure, and they'll say, well, I don't like it because it's hoppy. And uh, you know, so, like hoppy. generally, what yeah. they mean is that they don't like it because it's too bitter or mm-hmm. they've had a bad experience. And so, yeah. if you can talk, if you you know, if you're as a person in the in the beer business as as a server, if you can talk effectively to them and talk them through and get them yeah. to understand um, 
what what the tastes are and what they're looking for, you can often get them to try things that they wouldn't otherwise try. And that yeah. really, I think, is, is a key in getting, getting, you know, getting the, the brewing business to expand and, yeah. and um, getting people to enjoy beer more. Yeah, we, yeah. T- we talk about that from time to time, that a lot of times when people say, I don't like beer, beer's not my style, or I've had an IPA or a stout I didn't like, I'm like, the beer spectrum is uh, quite large, yeah. and you just have to keep trying, and eventually something will meet your eye. But having someone guide you with your palate, it's like, do you like something sweet, dry, Yeah, you know? That's, yeah, that's important. I think maybe that's something that we'll get through too. Um, I have all my study materials that I got from my friend um, to study to be a sister in level one. Well, all right. Maybe that should be a challenge. Let's do it. All right. I just signed us up again. All right. (laughs) The other component of the beer school, if I add to that, is that Ginger Johnson is a friend of ours and she wrote a book for the BA about beer tastings. And one of the things that I heard her say in a talk was that servers who know their beer and Mm -hmm. they know how to pair it and they know how to describe it, Mm -hmm. make more money. Oh, I believe it. And one of the things that we're trying to do is economic justice within our brewery. And we want to make sure that the people in our town are able to make enough money to be able to survive through the winter because it is very tourist oriented. And there's a lot of time in the winter that that goes really down. So the more they're able to do Mm -hmm. in the summer months, the better they are throughout the year. Oh, 100%. I love that. I mean, that intentionality is so important, right? especially right now. Uh, do you find that the demographics of your tourists um, skew older? They are. Okay, so is your hospitality workers, do they skew younger? Or is that like a similar range? Because that can have a lot to do it to it to do with it too. Because Absolutely. I know if I'm speaking to someone and I don't know what I'm talking about, it lessens my credibility and therefore right. it would hurt me to sell. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, We. I think the servers in Eureka Springs are pretty all over the board mm. in yeah. terms yeah. of age. Okay, cool. I'm, not, I'm running through, like running through all the yeah. people I know. It's like, oh, no, it's not, you know, yeah. they are all, yeah. all over the place. But I think Eureka is a cool place. I like to say it has a counterculture. It's like two completely <laughs> different demographics that can be awesome to party with, also scary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think, you know, that's got to be an interesting mix um, to like just be in that world, you know. Eureka's fun. Like I go once in a blue moon and I'm like, I'm having too much fun. I need to go home. Yeah. <laughs> No, absolutely, and and I think you know uh, what's fu- what's funny is we're we're talking here, and, and you know I hear you talking about the local economy there, the tourists and things like that, and understanding that the town is what it is. But I know you guys have not been there for a whole long time, right? I mean, you, right. you said 2017, and just the way you guys have come in and embraced that has just been huge, and I, I think that's really cool. Um, one of the things we talked about before this a little bit mm-hmm. was that you have now, what is it as of today? Is that right? Or as of this week, you guys have been open for a month Sunday. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> what's it like opening a whole new brewery in the middle of a, a global, a, you know, just a pandemic, a global well, so pandemic. You're assuming yeah. I know what it would be like without a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Com- I like compa- compared to yeah. last time we opened it when there wasn't. <laughs> well, that's like, uh, we went out riding the other day. Uh, I mean, some yeah. friends went out on the mountain bike trails yeah. and he looks down and he goes, wait a second. When, how long have you been riding on those tires? And, uh, and he, and I was like, well, what do you mean? These are the tires the bike came with. I just been riding with it. You know, yeah. it's, this is just what I do. And he goes, Bro, those are gravel tires, and uh, oh, yeah. and you're riding on mountain with gravel, oh. and he's like, he's like, some trails you and could, I'm like, well, I don't really. know any difference. It's not good, you know? yeah. And I think that's the the, the yeah. key term there was I don't know any difference, <laughs> so I just had been powering through it. So, yeah. So, so it, here the interesting story is that we closed on our SBA loan on March 13th, and the governor shut down schools on March. 15th. Mm-hmm. And so we thought, well, what do we do? Do we just kind of wait two weeks and see what 
what it's going to be like, like how is this affecting? And in that two weeks, we had a lot of time to think and slow down and do some of the things that we didn't have time to do otherwise, like yeah. SOPs and looking at our beer garden and thinking, you know, we might want to make this just a little bit larger, which mm-hmm. we actually doubled the size of nice. it. Um, so there were there were things that happened that I think we were able to watch. And because it we were pretty ready to go construction-wise, but it took a long time for our equipment to come in. So that gave us even more time to watch as bars started reopening and restaurants started reopening. And, yeah. and it really guided us in how we would show up when we did open. Yeah. And I think I, I'm grateful for that. Um yeah, because if you can survive blessing. this, you can pretty yeah. much rock anything, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. I mean, we right. We we. I feel like we were lucky that we weren't open in a way because yeah. we didn't didn't have to shut down. Yeah. yeah. Um. I do feel like I don't know. You know, I wonder if people are a little. It feels like people are more conservative in what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're going and doing things they've done before as opposed to trying a lot of new mm-hmm. things. I think that's just maybe a symptom of what's going on right now. Is people are, you know. Where when they're going out, they're yeah. going to their old favorite haunts. It's their social comfort food. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. doesn't doesn't necessarily bode well for a new business. But I think we, you know, we we're we're doing great, and we're we're really we're really excited about about being here and being open. Yeah, yeah. our uh, our our shout out to people is uh, be adventurous. <laughs> yes. Yes. Stop being boring and try new things. Support your local businesses that just opened. Hello. Okay. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, I think that that still plays back into why we're excited to have you all yeah. with us because Highlight. I know for, for me, for the longest time, you find a brewery you like, it's within a couple of miles of your house and you just kind of go to that one or maybe, you know, two or something like that, but trying new ones and especially given a, a great opportunity to new uh, breweries and, and bars and everything else that are around. Uh, it's just really cool to, you know, when you open that door, you can help support not only yourself, but all the, the, the owners, the yeah. staff, everybody there. I love so, that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to yeah. taste another yeah. beer. Uh, right. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. We got, uh, let's uh, So our next one is the Hypothecation. Yeah. These it names is. are dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this name came from a legal document that we received. <laughs> and Dave is a walking dictionary. Thank he knows you. so many words that I don't. And... I said, what's hypothecation? He said, I don't know. And we had to look it up. And is it basically it, we, is if We still don't know what it means, it but it's a cool name. Hypothesis for, or what's that? It has to do with not having the legal fiduciary rights to property that you... It's oh. a very strange... Huh. That sounds like it sucks. <laughs> that sounds like it's not a happy letter yeah. to receive. I, yeah, exactly. I don't like that. <laughs> it makes me stressed. Yeah, this wow. is a Belgian wit. A Belgian wit. I, I actually these are one of my favorites. It smells beers. awesome. It smells kind of tart. I haven't tasted it yet though. Oh, not tart at all. No. So it's got just a little haze, but not a lot. Like a little. I like this too. Pretty well, clear. Mm. I yeah, drink that, I think <laughs> probably the keg's been on tap for a little bit, but the. Um, I love that. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a Bel- it's a traditional Belgian white. Yeah. So um, wheat, unmalted wheat. Uh, fermented with a Belgian strain um, okay. that produces some of those kind of phenolic notes that you get, and uh, coriander, orange peel. This is just a little hint of chamomile on there to give it something distinctive. Yeah. Okay, okay. I can, feel, yeah, it's kind of soothing. So is that? <laughs> I, yeah, I have enough of it, and it definitely oh, is. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. uh, so you, you mentioned. Uh, so is the yeast what made makes it officially a Belgian? Uh, I, I mean, or what's there? There are Belgian Whitbeer sty- yeasts that you can get out there, and we did use one. But there, 
the key thing really is the is the wheat base and the coriander and orange peel and the the you know so it's it's yeah. a it's a you know it's a beer that's not high on on the bitterness scale so there's not a lot of bitterness there it's really the balance is more of like a lighter sweeter with the spiciness from the from the yeah. coriander I was gonna say I can taste the coriander the more I Thank the more you. I drink there and just kind of let it sit on the tongue it's really good yeah it is nice i noticed that the type of styles of beers that you are doing are not your average ones which i really appreciate not saying i'm over ambers and ipas and things like that but uh it's and like you said you're friends with bradley and that's kind of bradley style as well which Mm -hmm. makes it exciting and also i think kind of encourages or motivates other breweries around here to think outside the box and try something that may be a little more challenging or just different not what they're used to yeah 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 i mean we you know, you were saying earlier that that there's just a lot of room to run. There's a lot of growth. Yeah, we absolutely see that. I mean, yeah, living in Vermont, there's there. I think there supposedly there are more breweries per capita than anywhere there. Okay, oh, there, wow. there are there are definitely more breweries in Vermont in a state of like six hundred thousand than there are in Arkansas. Okay, yeah. Um, Alex, road trip. Yeah, yeah. So. And you know, it's, and it's. <laughs> it, I mean, it things kind of blossom there a little bit sooner than here but we see that same sort of potential here i mean this is a very very cool area we think there's a lot of growth we think there's a lot of room um yeah and we you know we obviously want to carve out our our niche of doing you know kind of interesting and edgier beers but there's absolutely you know a space for like you said the amber ales Mm -hmm. and the ipas um those are great beers and there's there's a time and place for for all of them so i i think um you know, it's a very, it's a very, very cool scene here, and I think it's in, in Northwest Arkansas specifically. I mean, you've got Natural State seems to be doing the lager thing. Bradley's mm-hmm. doing, yep, um, he's doing kind of, you know, witchcraft he's doing, thing. Yeah, the witchcraft. <laughs> exactly, but yeah, you know, um, we think there's a lot of room for oh, growth. I mean, yeah. we think there's going to be. I mean, you could easily, you know, quadruple or or more the number of breweries just in yeah. this part of the state. Well, yeah. speaking of uniqueness and awesomeness of your brewery, your name. Can y'all tell us about the name? I like it. So we, there were a lot of names that we had picked out that we loved, checked them out. They were trademarked for yeah. you know, various reasons. And he had gone back and we were both like, oh, do we go with Hartman Brewing, which is our LLC? Mm-hmm. But we couldn't quite say yes to that. Okay. And when he went back to close on our house in Vermont, I went out to have a beer and some friends introduced me to some of their friends. And they said, well, what brought you here? And I said, we're opening a brewery. And for whatever reason that night, I decided to ask the exact same question back. And it was the third time I'd heard this response. And they said, this place just got a hold of us. Mm-hmm. And I thought, ah, this Love is that. it. Got a hold. Yeah. yeah. It. So it just really, that, that name really just spoke to them, you know, the kind of magic of Eureka Springs and yeah. of Northwest Arkansas in general. The place yeah. just really grabbed us very, very quickly. I mean, it's, it's amazing here. Yeah. Most people that live here aren't from here. Yeah. Because that's just exactly how we all felt. It's like, you just yeah. like, it's awesome amazing especially in the fall and yeah. i felt like yeah. the it also matches our beer because even before i knew who dave was i was drinking his beer and i was having it shipped out to me in phoenix or when i would go out to visit my best friend cool. i'd take a whole bunch of it back and yeah. like, man this is the best beer ever you guys got to try this if you're ever up in the northeast you got to try it it's the best beer ever and it really is yeah. the beers that he makes got a hold of me yeah and i think that is going to be true for a lot of people not just yeah me no i can definitely say i will be i will be purchasing this not uh not just on the show here so i'll make sure that are y'all distributing we are are just getting Mm -hmm. into distributing we're going to do some draft distribution yes 
Okay. So being so new over there, I mean, what's uh, obviously you have a, a large history in brewing. Um, how much, what's your volume look like right now on, on production? I mean, how much beer are you making each week or each, how, what's, what's your, what's your pattern look like right now? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty small. We're running, we're running a seven barrel system. Okay. And, you know, right now we're, we're probably doing about a, a batch a week is what we're selling. Maybe, okay. maybe even a little less than that. Um, you know, but we, we've just, just opened up and like I said, in the middle of a pandemic, Yeah, <laughs> haven't started up the, uh, the distribution yet. Um, but yeah, we've got, yeah. So we're, we're, I mean, we're, we're at a good, um, startup and we're kind of gliding and I'm, I'm looking to order, uh, I'm looking to get some fooders in cause we want to do Ooh. some, <clears throat> excuse me, some wood age st- stuff. We're looking to get some barrels in for some spirit, some spirit barrels for stouts, yeah. barley wines, things like that. So I'm going to start brewing some things to kind of put up, yeah. you know, that we can, we can release a little bit at a time. Um, and that'll start to chew up some of our brewing capacity as, as yeah. uh, time goes on. Yeah. I love that. But for right now we really, you know, we wanted to get up and running and get, um, get some beers made and kind of whet everybody's appetite. And then, you know, once, once we got to, you know, about now where we're sort of at an idle, like we figured out, okay, here's where the business is. Here's how much beer we're going to be selling on a week to week basis. Um, start to look at doing some project things that are going to take a bit longer. Yeah, no doubt. Well, and, and I, I was actually looking on your uh, website earlier and there was a, a layout of your, your, you know, your beer garden. You were talking about that and how uh, you doubled the capacity on it. So I can imagine between you know, your seven barrel system there that you're, that you're currently working on and, and having the extra space. I mean, have you seen the locals turning out pretty well uh, and showing up? We are. And, and I feel very fortunate that we have a lot of, because we have a higher risk population, because there is, is a, a large yeah. retired community there that are coming in and saying, um, we haven't gone anywhere in four and a half months, but we're coming here oh. yeah. and they're coming back. Yeah. And that, that means a lot to me that, yeah. that we're doing the kinds of safety precautions that makes them feel safe enough to come yeah. back over and over again. I love that. That My heart just exploded Yeah, <laughs> because, you know, it's important to feel safe right now. I mean, and to have the space to like try to do things that you once love and, and yeah. having the absence of that is like pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. I know yeah. The, the, the time that we're going through right now as of, as of recording right now mm-hmm. is definitely uh, a, a biggest, the biggest challenge I think socially that most of us has probably ever seen just from the standpoint that, yeah, it, it's been a total pattern interrupt yeah. for us mm-hmm. of uh, everything we normally do and places we go. And so it's really cool to have you guys in here and, and see yeah. that you're, you're making it accessible for, for folks that, yeah. um, you know, they've, they've been shut in for a while and they've, they've Cheers not been able that. to go and enjoy their life. Uh, so Cheers yeah. that. that's cool. All right. Cheers. All right. Yeah. That's, Doing good things for people who need the beer. That's what's up. We started yeah. getting emotional. We're coming back. We're going to say That's things right. that are That's tough. Right. We're just going to go <laughs> awkward after this. I know. So Don't be so awkward. All right. We, looks like we're uh, ready. You're ready. For I'm ready. Beer. I'm, yeah, let's do yeah, it. yeah, I'm good whenever here. Yeah. So, I mean, I've emptied glasses. While, um, while, That's what while I have I'm, a mouth for. While I'm pouring. <laughs> so the the beer garden is, is uh, we have a dump glass. Beer garden is a... Uh, it's like an acre and a half. Okay. So our our oh, occupancy nice. is like 198 people. I think an we can acre we, and a half. Something like that. We can fit. Cool. We can fit more than that in the beer garden. Yeah. And it's it's worked out really well because people will come in, they'll get their beer, um, and go out to the beer garden. So the parking lot will be full, but yeah. the, the inside will be completely empty. You yeah. Know, it's like wow, it seems like we're dead, but everybody's <laughs> outside. You yeah. know, hanging right. out, listening to the music. Um, 
and enjoying themselves. Yeah, I prefer, I've always been a patio person. And if there's ever an opportunity to sit on a patio, I don't care if it's a little hot or not, I'm going to be on it. Yeah. You know, so like this time period is making businesses realize that patios are key. It's like, that's really good. Because I remember when I first moved here, I remember Googling patios and it's like they didn't know how to do the SEO optimization. So it was hard to find them. But I was like, patios are important. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Absolutely. And so, so you guys have got, and now I heard you mention music a while ago. Do you guys do yes. live music there? We do. And every Saturday from four to six, and we're trying to focus on musicians that are pretty much performing their own music because yeah. there's so incredibly much talent. Yeah. And one of the first musicians we had, he plays at a lot of places in town, but he does all covers. And it was mm -hmm. fun to get to see him show up and perform a whole set of just his music. Who was okay. it? Uh, Kurt Hunter. Okay, I don't know that name, but that's cool. Yeah. Kurt, way to go. <laughs> you have to look him up there, right? Yeah. But I love that. I like that y'all focus on that. So has it been, and also that's a kind of cool thing. It's like you're like a lot of people who play music are probably having a hard time finding all the venues or the places that they would probably yeah. not open. So y'all offering that space is also great. Yeah. Uh, I like it. What do you think about this beer? I think beer is great. I think this one's fantastic. What yeah. are we sipping on now? So this one's called Tractor Ride. Okay. Um, name for name for a friend who did a lot of tractoring on our property, and his his uh, he's not not a big fan of the local constabulary, and so he likes to drive his uh, his tractor through town all the way. He lives on the far <laughs> side of town. He drives through like ten miles an hour because it's legal. Yeah. Um, and also, well, mostly because I think it really angers the the, the local law enforcement agents. Um, I like his and, style. And, and in, in any case, he was very helpful. So we, we took down a lot of trees and he did a lot of leveling. Um, and yeah. hence, we have this huge beer garden. Yeah. Um, and we named a beer in honor of him. That's awesome. And remind so him, shout, out, shout out to Steve. Yeah. And what was this one again? Tractor well, Ride. I'm sorry. It's called it's Tractor, Tractor Ride. Pil so it's a dry hop pilsner, dry hopped with uh, Hollertau and a little bit of Amarillo. And the, the Hollertau really comes through. You get that sort of hay, mm -hmm. um, kind of grassy, herbal. Yeah. Um, that's, that is note. a very cool flavor to this one. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, I was going to say it tastes buttery, but I don't know how my descriptors are, if they're in line or not. Cause I, really, don't, I don't know if I get butter on there. I don't know. <laughs> I like just put my own thing of butter in it. I'm like, sorry. I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. I can't believe it's yeah, not I, beer. I can see, you, sometimes, you will sometimes get, I mean, there's this thing that's that's a, a going on in the, in the brewing industry. Like dry hop beers have this thing called hop creep. There are okay. enzymes in the in the hops that will actually start to break down the uh, the starch the kind of leftover starches in the beer, and you end up with like these lingering fermentations, and you can sometimes get diacetyl issues. So there okay. could, there could be. I mean, this is a dry hop pilsner, and the and even though it was cold, it'll still sort of try and ferment. Yeah. So what is diacetyl issue? What's, uh, what does that mean? Yeah, I'm sorry. Diacetyl, okay. diacetyl, I mean, diacetyl does give you a buttery taste. Yeah. Okay. Is that what, light pollution? I, what is diacetyl? Or I, I took a class and I forgot. It's, so it's just, it's, I mean, like Mrs. Butterworth's is mm -hmm. like, that's the flavor of diacetyl. Oh, wow. Or, uh, oh. you know, like buttered, po buttered popcorn. Oh, I don't pick it up, but, um, yeah. you know, that. Well, maybe your tongue, yeah, maybe, maybe your tongue is a little more sensitive. To super yeah. sensitive. Yours. <laughs> we need you in our tasting program. <laughs> See, I will gladly. That would be so fun. Hey, we can do. I that. I love learning. We can we get can over there that. for that. We can record, and we can take tests and see who's better. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I will. I can't wait drink. to do my home brew kit. That's scary. It just came in. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I did my first home brew um, back couple weeks about a couple months ago i guess now and and so now uh, she's tasted my homebrew 
And uh, we've so th- I've thrown the gauntlet out there, so now she, she has. She's to- tasted my homebrew. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now oh, we shit. are like kindred spirits, right there. Yeah, and now know? and then I chose one that was ex- difficult. Um, it looks difficult, at least. I I chose the IPA milkshake. Yeah, milkshake like, stout, wasn't it? I don't remember. I think it's milkshake stout. Oh, okay. Mm, are you sure? We'll find out. Okay, but yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I feel like that depends how bad you mess it up. It could be either. If anything, it'll just be entertaining. But yeah, um, yeah, speaking of names and things, uh, y'all's names are one very unique and your beer flavors are unique. When you pair them, like, is there a special process with that? Like you tasted that and you were like tractor, tractor friend. (laughs) Well, on this one, for me, it was, this is a lawnmower beer. Yeah, like, this is yeah. after you've gone out and you've mowed the lawn and it's really damn yes. hot. Yeah, then lawn you want something beer. like this. Yeah, we want a sticker that says that. I love that. But I lawn wanted something beer. more yeah. than just lawnmower beer. Yeah. So <laughs> I, w- I immediately thought of Steve driving through town on his tractor and how bit. hot he was the first day that he did it. So. Yeah. <laughs> like speaking of the culture in Eureka, like this is the perception from other people who don't live in Eureka is that you have uh, a lot of uh, hardcore uh, religion enthusiasts. That's how I'm going to say it. Normally I'd say something else. I like that. You That's know what I was going to say, but I decided not to. And then you also have like super duper awesome hippie people. Um, do you find that you like, where do you live in that zone? Do you live well, in the middle? <laughs> you left out a couple of them. Oh, wait. Okay. Wait. Okay. okay yeah. I think I was being nice, but let's get, I like grittiness. Let's go. <laughs> we are beyond the tap. Beyond so, the tap. Yeah, we got real. religious. Most of the people yeah. that are coming in, um, yeah. they're just so curious. And they, they yeah. and, and what we're seeing is we had, when we wrote our business plan, we had three different demographics that we were targeting. And mm-hmm. one of them was the over 50 crowd that have kids who like craft beer. And so they traditionally have been either spirit drinkers or wine drinkers, but they're trying to learn about this craft beer thing. So it's fun to see them come in and say, oh, I got to text my kid about, and then they're sending selfies of themselves at the brewery drinking. It's a very different mix that is there. And I think we're we're starting to get an interesting mix of all of the age groups that we anticipated being there. I do find uh, my mother, love you, boomer. Uh, She (laughs) loves uh, Coors and Budweiser. And actually, I grew up loving Budweiser. I still love that diesel. When you were like Um, 13? I mean, it was like yesterday. I mean, (laughs) it's like a good camping beer. Uh, I've I've since then elevated my taste. Actually, a friend of mine the other day had beers uh, and they had Coors and that's all they had and they had something else. And she was like, oh, I don't know if you'll like this. And I was like, no, 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 like I like all beers. I can still slam this as well. Yeah, I still like that. Um, But anyway, but I find that my mom has been a little bit more... um, like apprehensive about trying craft beers because she associates with them being heavy yeah. uh, and super flavorful and like super fullness. Uh, and so it's been fun, like bringing home brews and being like, check this out. And she's like, this is dope. And she Wait, shouldn't say that. A, this is a home brew? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I bring that home, I'm like, this is shit. Um, no, but I, I do think it is fun. I love that demographic. That is like new enthusiasts. They're like, yes. Yeah. And they want to share with their kids. I love that. What a bonding moment beer is. Yeah. Yeah. Or bonding like material. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where did that go awkward there? Don't be so awkward. <laughs> it got awkward and you didn't, you didn't jump in on that. I'm just saying beer. <laughs> Everybody, you just stay tuned. Uh, no, I think that beer is more than just a drink. Yeah. It brings people it together. No, it's totally an experience. Yeah. So. That, and that, I agree. And that's part of what we wanted to do to offer with God a hold is that it is a place where you can come make memories. It is a place that you can meet new yeah. friends. It is a place that 
hopefully we can have conversations about difficult things and not yeah. kill each other. Yeah. 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 And we I have, like we have definitely had people from all of the groups. I mean, we had a, yeah. we had a church, we have had a church group come through every week. Oh, well, let's go. Are they like Episcopals? Every, Those are my people. Unitarians. <laughs> are they, well, no, but there's also the, who are the other, are they all Unitarians? I think they're all Unitarians, okay, but okay. the That's Episcopals cool. are starting yeah. to come too. So. Yeah. And, and, you know, some, I mean, people coming in on motorcycles and, yeah. people, you know, people come in. I mean, there are people, we've had a good number of people that come out just to check us out from like Fayetteville yeah. or Bentonville or Rogers, which That's is cool. great. I mean, people who are just really super psyched about beer and, and, and yeah. want to come check out the new guy. I yeah. love it. Hey, if y'all go check them out. Mention this show if we are the catalyst for yeah. that. Yes, I want to know because that would be cool if you were like, but, yeah, I heard about you and then I went. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just so yeah. you know, like the, the show is about, an, what, an hour or so? And it's going to take you probably about an hour to get in your car and drive to the brewery. So, so. you can pregame with yeah. this. Right, exactly. <laughs> so you should, right now, you should be like putting the keys in the ignition <laughs> and, and, and heading your way to Eureka Springs. So. Yeah. We've sold you. Now go. <laughs> I love that. Speaking of. Well, I was going to say, I think we've got what? One you more. said a total of nine beers? We do. <laughs> we get we're, we're getting we're going on this. So let's one. go for number four. Yeah. Um, we'll do that. And then I know we've got a, a break coming up here in a second. We so. got cheese dip coming up in a second? One. Yes, we do. So uh, so we've got one more beer before the break. And uh, tell us what, we are, what we're getting ready to enjoy now. This is the A first. It is a pale ale. And it is coming in at... 4.6%. So it's a, it's like a session IPA mm. or pale ale. Um, yeah. You know, really modeled it after uh, one of my, my favorite beers of all time is, is Sierra Nevada pale ale, which is the classic. We had someone else say that who was on the show recently. Um, that is a great beer. Anyway, it is. I mean, I, yeah. yeah. I mean, when I was at UC yeah. Davis, it was four ninety nine a six pack and, and Safeway. And <laughs> yeah. Those were the good old days, but um, it's, the beer is as good now as it ever was. And this is, this is modeled somewhat on that, but just kind of kind of turbocharged. So I would say up, you know, if they were making that beer today, it might taste something like this. Yeah. Um, definitely classic. You know, the hopping is uh, a mix, but that you get that fruity kind of background and a nice, nice firm bitterness. Yeah, I like uh, that hop bite to it there. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really, really good. Yeah. I like things that taste like this, that yeah. are like so strong in their flavor that you like can't deny what it is. Yeah. Like I love that. Yeah. And 4.6%. Yeah. So you can drink, you can drink, <laughs> drink a few of them. Yeah. Party. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Um, yeah, this is, uh, what, what would you say if, if uh, a listener was asking, um, are there any of your beers that um, are very similar to something high on the market right now like something something else a big name out there um or or your overall taste i mean because right now i'm going through here i'm not really comparing this to anything because these are all very unique very delicious but i mean is there something that you kind of aim for or something that you could just say hey here's the introduction if you like that i heard a rumor that your sponsor Mm -hmm. thinks this tastes like his favorite beer oh yeah yeah that is he's not even listening seth seth Seth, come on what's your favorite beer seth Oh, that yeah. one you brought the first time. Yeah, the Two Hearted Ale. Yeah. Mm. A, great, a very, very good beer. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Classic, classic beer. Very cool. So I, I think that's a, knowing how much he loves that, that beer. That is a, absolute, a high that compliment. That is a, so. absolutely a high compliment. I, will, yeah. I will, would take that as a compliment for sure. Uh, Should we take those good vibes into this cheese dip? I mean, this break. <laughs> uh, yeah, break. That's, that's what I meant. Um, <laughs> no, absolutely. Let's do that. And uh, let's see what, uh, what great beverage that Andy is uh, getting ready to 
help us make here from Devil's River Whiskey. So oh, let's go to them gosh, and you, uh, word from our sponsors. We'll Woo-hoo. see you here in a few minutes. Hey everyone, what's going on? It's Brian. Welcome back to uh, Sip of the Show. This is the segment of Beyond the Tap where you get to learn to make fun drinks to make in your very own home. Now, I'm excited because uh, just before we started rolling here, Andy gave me a little sneak peek and uh, something that is now available has not been made before or has not been made available before right. I should say um, and so we get to break it to you guys here yeah. on Beyond the Tap so Andy what do you have for us today man so today we're gonna go a little more involved than we have uh, we've kept it pretty simple and I'll be the first one to say whenever I come up with cocktails if I can't do it in four or five ingredients I scrap it okay well this is really maxing me out on that but I had a vision and I really wanted to tie it all together and I think I came really close to doing that so I grew up my mom's favorite holiday candy is a Terry's chocolate orange Okay. You're familiar, right? Absolutely. You get them, smash them on the table, get little orange pieces of chocolate and orange goodness. Well, I wanted to do that, but I really wanted to highlight our new um, Devil's River Coffee Whiskey in that. Um, so, the, yeah, this is the new thing. This is the fun thing. Coffee so, uh, coffee whiskey. Yeah. So, this is um, a product that's out there in the world that is, we're super proud of. We've already won a gold medal with it in San Francisco International Cocktail Competition. Um, it is our International Spirits Competition, excuse me. Um, this is a full 80 proof coffee whiskey. Um, so yeah, so what you're, what you're getting is when you, when you uh, have this in the glass, what you're smelling is coffee with a little whiskey in it. But when you taste it, it tastes like whiskey. It tastes like coffee. Okay, now, now hang on. So a while ago you told me a little fun fact about the caffeine. Yeah, yeah, so that, actually that's a relatively important point that we need to put out there. That's so, wonderful. Yeah, so this has actually got a high caffeine content. Um, Compared to a regular brewed cup of black coffee, per ounce, this actually has a little more caffeine than that cup of black coffee. Um, so, you know, it's a great after dinner drink. Uh, what we're about to make is a great after dinner drink. This by itself, with a couple cubes of ice in it, it's a great after dinner drink. Um, something to kind of keep you uh, awake while you're enjoying the rest of the evening. Um, so, yeah, let's have a let's make a drink. Um, so, back to the Terry's orange thing. We're calling this Terry's Lament because Terry's gonna be sad that I made a drink that tastes as good as his orange. Um, and why we're getting a little more complicated with this one is because of the mouthfeel that I really wanted it to have. So this is gonna have an egg white in it. Um, I know there's a lot of people out there gonna be like, ah! Two things, one, if you absolutely refuse or do or you have a dietary restriction to it or whatever, you can't have egg, that's fine. You can make this drink with absolutely everything that I'm telling you to make it in except the egg white and it still comes out great. Um, with the egg white, you're gonna get an extended mouthfeel. It's gonna be a little more velvety. Um, it doesn't change the flavor. It just spreads it out longer over your palate and makes it feel different in your mouth. Um, so we're gonna start with two ounces of Devil's River Coffee Whiskey uh, directly into a shaker tin. This is gonna be, uh, because we're putting egg white, we're gonna shake this one, but we're gonna use a technique called a reverse dry shake. Um, I know, it's super nerdy, but Effectively, whenever you're using egg whites in a cocktail, what you're doing is um, creating a froth, right? So a reverse dry shake um, effectively gets it cold first, and then you can froth it as much as you'd like to, as opposed to if you dry shake it and then chill it, you have the uh, opportunity of your froth being taken away from you, and that's not what we want in this cocktail. That's fantastic. Um, so yeah, we've got uh, two ounces of Devil's River coffee liqueur, set, uh, three quarters ounce of creme de cacao. Um, I suggest a light one. There are dark and light out there. Pick a light one. 
they tend to be less sweet. You want less sweet. Um, and then we're gonna do, uh, draw a blank, here we go. We're gonna do half an ounce of dry curacao. Now, everyone has probably had triple sec, that's an orange curacao, it's sweet. Dry curacao is gonna be the same flavor profiles, less sweet. Um, if you don't have that available to you, maybe just adjust the ratios just a little bit. Uh, maybe you do a little less coffee or a little less uh, creme de cacao to make up for the added sweetness from the triple sec. Um, then we're gonna do three dashes of aromatic bitters, two dashes of um, Aztec chocolate bitters. There's a couple different brands that make a couple different chocolate bitters. Find one, it's all good. You're not gonna do anything wrong with that. And then an egg white, and this is the fun part. Um, just crack your egg if you've got, here's two things. One, if, it, if you're using full eggs, trial and error. If you end up getting a little yolk in there, I promise it's gonna be okay, just proceed. You're not, don't trash all this. It's gonna have a little extra flavor. It's not gonna ruin it. It, it. There's nothing wrong with a little yolk. If you're the type that doesn't trust yourself with this, they do have pasteurized egg whites in a carton out there available. You can get them at Walmart even, Harps, um, O&F, wherever. Grab you some pasteurized egg white, and the difference between this and that is you're gonna use one half to three quarters ounce of pasteurized egg white to make up for one whole egg white. But we're using whole eggs here, and just be real careful. Catch the yolk on one side of the shell, let the egg white come out, flip it back and forth a couple times, and before you know it, all the white will drop into the tin. You might wanna wash your hands. Then ice. and just shake this really well. Um, if you're using a proper shaker tin, like I've got here, 10 on 10, uh, the tins will get cold. Like cold to the point that they're uncomfortable to the touch, you've shaken it enough. Then I'll tell you what's up after that. It gets boring, sorry. This thing about egg white drinks, you can, those that can see, you can see how frosted the tin gets. And if you can't see, you're gonna wanna go to our YouTube channel because you're gonna wanna see this. It's true, or you can, uh, it, obviously, yeah, YouTube channel, you wanna watch the podcast. Um, you can also find some of this uh, on my social media because uh, I'll be posting everything that I can about this as it comes out as well. Now, this is the part where the reverse dry shake comes into play. You're gonna strain the ice out of this, just pour it down into your like smaller tin or your pint glass, whatever it is that you're using to cup your tin with. Cause you're gonna discard the ice and you're gonna put this all back together and shake it some more. So get a good strain, dump your ice, and then come back with your tin and give it a solid another 30 seconds of shake. You'll start to hear it froth up it's nothing crazy, but if you pay attention as you're shaking, you'll hear it froth up and get a little thicker in the tin as you go. You're trying to get, think like the consistency of like a really loose, um, a really loose beginning of a custard or something like that. You'll hear it start to froth up. You can tell, you can hear can it. Tell. Yeah, it gets a the little thicker. The sound is changing. Now, this is going into a chilled coupe glass. So if you've got a coupe glass or a martini glass or a juice glass at the house, whatever you've got, um, as long as it's at least five ounces, it'll be able to carry this. Um, chill it by just putting some ice in it. Let it sit while you're making this drink. Okay. And then you're just gonna smoothly pour this drink into your glass. Smooth just to keep the integrity of the foam that you just built. That's pretty. Yeah, it's got a nice like espresso color to it. 
a big frothy head on the top of it. Similar to those beers you guys like so much. We do like beer. And then let this, let this foam set a little bit. And I'm just talking a couple of seconds, but you can see how there's a line developing where the foam is coming to a head. Once that foam is there, it's got the body to carry something else. And that's where I throw a few dashes of orange bitters. If you've got a dropper bottle, use that. Just for the sake of calibrating, these can be a little uh, jumpy. But just a couple dashes of orange bitters in the top of that. Um, again, we're playing to your nose. That foam will hold those bitters from going into the drink and keep it in your nose. Uh, so you smell it as you're drinking, but it's not really affecting the overall flavor of the drink below. But yeah, that's, uh, that's your garnish for Terry's Lament Chocolate Orange Cocktail. Cheers. All right, so if you like what you're hearing here on Beyond the Tap, make sure and head over to YouTube and uh, subscribe to us. Hit that little bell so you make sure and get the notifications every single time that we post a new uh, episode here. It's really nice, right? What are you doing back here? And also, make sure and check us out on Apple iTunes podcast section. Uh, subscribe to us there. And uh, do you know we're also on Spotify? Yes. There's nothing in there yet, but uh, that's okay. So check us out. If you really, really like what you're hearing here, then you want to head over to patreon.com and you can actually contribute to the show and making this the awesome success that it clearly already is. And uh, throw a few bucks at us. You can earn some cool perks along the way. Visit patreon.com slash beyond the tap today to check out more. And to some of my friends who, you know, bucks may not come so quickly to you. Feel free to subscribe to us. That's important to us as well. Or review us. Give us five stars. You think we're five stars? I think we're five stars. I think so. And that's just as important. So follow us. Stay tuned. There's a lot coming your way. True story. See you next time Beyond on Beyond the, the Tap. All right. And welcome back to another half of our show here with uh, Gotta Hold Brewing. Yeah. Out of Eureka Springs. Arkansas. So, Dave and Wendy welcome. here. Welcome. Thank back, you. Y'all. So, uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, if you guys missed the first half, you have uh, one started in the middle of a pause ca- podcast, which is really weird. Uh, <laughs> they said pause. cast. Boop. Done. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so we are uh, getting going here, but I hear we have. Yet another new game for us. So, new game uh, time. Yeah, we have we have three beers in front of us. So before we've done uh, we've done some fun stuff on the show. If you've watched any of our episodes, we had uh, we had our if you had to card game. We've mm-hmm. had uh, oh what else do we have? I know we had shot, shot in the dark. In the dark and Brian and Joel are to blame. Pretty much, we're gonna blame Joel because he's no longer <laughs> with us. So Is he Joel? I mean, he's still alive. <laughs> He's just in D.C. He's just in D.C. Joel, knock on wood for you, bud. Hey, All right. So that went morbid real quick. Uh, But we have three beers here in front of us. Uh, Do we have a a name for this game? No name yet? It's called... That's all right. We got we got who's booze. Yeah, who's booze. I like that. All right. So we've got three beers here in front of us for us to each try. And basically, the idea is... Two of these beers, we don't know what they are. One of these beers, we have had tonight. Yeah. And we don't know which one is in which order. We don't know which beer it is that we've had tonight. I'm not stressed. You're stressed. Uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. So uh, what are we going to come up with this tonight? I have no idea. If you are going to get a point more than me, probably. Probably. I hope so. Yeah. I don't know. 
If not, <laughs> great sound effects. We're getting better at those. Okay. I'm working at it. I really right. am. I'm learning this thing. So, uh, all right, here we go. We got uh, yeah. first beer of the night. Cool. Bongo, you tasting? You smelling? Oh, it tastes like that pale ale but that we had tonight, but it's slightly different. Mm-mm. This is not something from tonight. Whatever. I don't think it is. Hold on. Brian's not sure. He's giving This tastes hints. more like an IPA. Yeah. Bianca's got some questions. She's wondering. She's looking through the glass. I know. I'm like trying to see like hazy. Is it well, not? And is this my urine specimen? What is yeah. this? And honestly, like I poured in my hand. I'm like splashing you know my face. <laughs> now, maybe is this an IPA? Am I just getting it confused? No, this it definitely tastes like an IPA. Yeah. You, you can smell your shirt. I saw you spilled some on yourself before. Oh, yeah. I didn't. It's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Flavor saver for later. Flavor saver. That's why we're a bandana. It's like a bib. Okay. Let me see this. Um. Yeah, okay, no, we have not had this tonight. I don't feel like we've had this one. Is is? Do we get a half Wait, point for that? Hey, they didn't tell us. Are these local crafts Ooh, yeah. or are they domestic? Domestic, like how I said that. My Texas is showing. What? Huh? Well, I they, mean. Are these local uh, crafts? These are crafts <laughs> that are, this one is a, well, it's a mix. <laughs> Okay. It's a mix. Yeah. It's right. a mix of beers. Shoot. I don't want to give away that the give Shoot. away that no, okay. give away the other two. Yeah. Okay. One so. of one of these beers, possibly the one that you've already had, is okay. a beer that you've had tonight. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. all you need to know. Yeah, we know one of them. And, and is something you're saying this had. is definitely not one. Of I don't feel they like are this. all okay. made is in the United States, answer? so they're all domestic. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Okay. Well, I mean, like local, local, or not local. Okay. Mm. So this is not what we've had tonight. I would, I would you agree, agree with that. that. I okay. think we go with. I don't know if what we it get is. That, maybe it's a half point. <laughs> We're <laughs> not telling you. We're just sending oh, you on to your second. Oh man, this is torture. Tough crowd. Now drinking beer. I mean, I like this. I like this. I just don't know what it is. Oh, I'd drink that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's probably bleach water. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> just a drink <laughs> Any of these, I don't know. Okay. This smells like that buttery thing I had that wasn't buttery, but my brain smells diacetate oh. or whatever the fuck. Oops. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> Beeped myself. Okay, hold on. Oh. No, it's not. Mm-mm. It's not. It's definitely not. It smells like that. What is this? Is this Coors? What is this? What's going on? I like the smell of this. I just don't know what it is. What do you think? Can I just t- drink a lot? <laughs> I feel like that's the name of this. Wait, game is for this me. what we? Is this the first one we had? God, I'm, I know. I feel like my taste buds are messed up because of that IPA. Yeah. <laughs> IPA. Uh, y'all, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to school right after this. <laughs> what do you think, Brian? Swish it around. Swish harder. There's none. There's there's none in there. It's gone. That's not how you do this. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm I'm over here tasting. Are you um, ready? Are you ready for your third? Yeah. Yeah. This let's one. let's keep rolling here, and we'll see if we recognize any of these. Okay. I'm totally gonna rinse my mouth with some water here first. Cheater. Yeah, I am. Okay. Oh, this one. This is the one that we. Yeah, this is the last one that we had. That pale ale. This is it. This is it. This is She's theirs. confident. Yeah. I'm scared to be confident, but I'm just going to go for it. Oh, <laughs> cheers, Mike. Should be, should be com- confident yeah, there. This is it. This is that. This is that yummy pill that I like so much. Yep. Yeah. I said it first. That. I'll go with that. I said it first. I'll take a half point then. <laughs> All right. I'll take tell a quarter us, point for agreeing how, with you. Please tell us how dumb we are. I want to know where we live. Where okay. We live so, this? beer number one that you guys drank was yeah. Surly's Todd the Axe Man. 
Oh, okay. Ah. That was y'all's. Uh, no. No, out no, of Minnesota. That was, uh, from Minnesota. That's one that Seth brought over oh. here. Kelsey, who picked that one tonight? I did. Kelsey? All right, okay. all right. So we got Kelsey. That one was tasty. Okay. That was really good. Todd the who? What? I knew that wasn't Todd, the one. Todd the Axeman. Todd the Axeman. Okay. Todd the Axeman. <laughs> Second, loved by every college kid in America, Wait, PBR. No, oh, that was PBR. Was that PBR? I was going to give him okay. a chance to guess. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That was Pabst Blue really? Ribbon. Mm-hmm. And the last one was... I guess, yeah, okay. I can see it now. Okay. I knew okay. it was, it tasted like a like a lager. That's why so. I said like Coors or something. That's what I was, yeah. Okay, yeah. keep going. All right, last one. The last one was? Was the pale, right? Was the pale. Yeah. Yay. Do you have a, a game-winning sound effect you can Yeah, play? I mean, yeah. we can do the, the Hey, uh, the. There you go. Right. <laughs> that is all for Bongo. We got our air horn in here. So, so. happy. Just zoom in on my happy face. Hello. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Well done, you guys. Here's your animated nice gift for us. Hey, we don't completely suck. It's so amazing. This will <laughs> well, be great. Well, not totally, except hey, for when me. when we promote ourselves, just play that over and over again. I you just, don't, like, really suck. Yeah. I'm going to keep drinking this, okay? Here we go. Well, we have something better for you. Ooh. Hey, look at that segue. That was so, so great. All we right. are back in the second half. We got five beers left in front of us, <laughs> um, which means this is going to be a party time tonight. So. What do we have coming up here? I've heard that we're changing series. Is that right? We are now into the Bold series. Okay. And this is our IPA. It's called Bury the Hatchet. It is 6.7% ABV, and it is a nod to Carrie Nation, who oh. used to take hatchets to bars, but she yeah. had lived in Eureka Springs uh, just before she died. So Dang, we wanted cool. to uh, bury the hatchet. Yeah. So oh. what's funny is we actually uh, just learned about Carrie Nation uh, back whenever RG Macon and Carson was here. Yeah. And uh, not going to lie, they when they first started talking about her and they said, you know, it was during Prohibition, she used to go into bars with her hatchet. And I go, what exactly is she doing in there? And right. then realized, oh, it was You got to admit, bar. Brian, that's, that's pretty hot. It's, it's, <laughs> it's hot and terrifying. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like you don't disrespect that woman. No, ever. no, don't no, res- no. disrespect any woman. That's right. So, don't forget that. But especially not one with a hatchet. Dang. Yeah, that's straight. why I always carry one with me. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yes, yeah, so I think she, she died in Eureka, as I understood. Or, really? Or, okay. I lived there at the end of her life. Right the, at the end of her life. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. awesome. I love that. Well, uh, that's usually when you die. So this yeah. is this is a, a hazy, you know, hazy juicy IPA, New England style. Um, some haze in there. Very lower bitterness and yeah. lots of hop aroma. Hop aroma. Not too much, not too over like the top, that. but I was is. looking at that or hearing that as one word, hop aroma. Hop aroma. Hop aroma. Ooh, yeah. The word of the week. The word of the week. This goes. week's episode brought to you by the word hop aroma. Say it together. Hop aroma. Yeah, nice heavy H. Yeah. <laughs> it I would be, it would be one word in German. So yeah, that's hey. Do you Although do you it sounds a lot German? angrier, that's right? That's cool. Yeah, with Hopfen, I don't know, Aroma, I'm not sure about Hopfen, Arom, or something like that. Mm, you I just like make that. one word out of it. And it kind like of flows that. together. I bet, I bet Mark would know. Mark would might know. Mark, 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 Mark might know. Yeah. Good Mark. Who knows? Him. That was delicious. Um, I want to, yeah. Yeah, I definitely like the citrusy notes to this yeah. one. Yeah. I want to say I like this a lot. Um, just yummy. go ahead and say it then. I would yeah. take this one. Why to not? The hey, Why not, um, Bianca? I actually, yeah, I've thoroughly enjoyed this, and it's also pushed me outside of taste beers that I've had in a while. We have a dog in the trash can. What you doing, puppy? She got um, something out of the trash can. Yeah, I'm so, just saying. Somebody, I don't know what it was. I'm hoping there's no bones in that one. Yeah, so. y'all watch YouTube so you can enjoy this. 
as as we wrestle a dog. I think we're just gonna have to put a camera on the trash can. <laughs> we should, and we then should. that way we be should. The, the Leica cam. Dogs make everything better. Okay, um, but the better part is watching. <laughs> the crawl after. <laughs> I wish y'all could see Zach right now. He's crawling <laughs> after his dog. <laughs> You know, you could just walk through. It's okay. Oh, I think that was better. I wish I brought my camera. Boy, that was gone. Uh, that burger or whatever was left over there was gone. So smart dog. Yeah, um, it is. <laughs> well, I lost my train of thought, but that was way, that was a good uh, comedic relief. So you, you ask him if he spoke German and he didn't answer, but yeah, he does. And he cool. brewed in Germany at Brau Hartmann. Oh, yeah. very yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. How long were you there and when was that? Oh, 2009. I was there for about six months. Um, The story there uh, was at the time trying to figure out where my family, you know, emigrated from doing this sort of historical research thing and stumbled across a brewery over there called Browery Hartman, which my last name is Hartman. So I thought I'm going to have to check this place out. Yeah. Yeah. And I went back there. The guy that owned it was this guy named Ambrose who's, who's passed on, but very, very nice guy. And my my spiel was uncle, I'm back from, I'm back from the United States. You know, when you tried to turn, yeah, we're we're back from the, you know, the, the, the American Hartmans are back. Um, and they were, they were wonderful people. They, they had a, a small inn, um, and brewery in a rural town just outside of uh, Bomberg, which is kind of where the smoke beers are really, you know, kind of really prominent. Okay. Um, we are, uh, our summer, summer specialty was a, was a lager made with whiskey. Well, uh, peated malt. They call it whiskey malts over there. Um, I'm, so I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> gives, it gives you a sense of how into smoky, smoky malts and smoky beers they are. Um, yeah. yeah. So I was there for about well, apparently Siri wants to listen in on this too. Big, so. big brother is here. Yep. Why not? We've just we've got dogs. We've got Siri. We've this got all the things here. Tell me more. This yeah. is like the real okay world. voice. <laughs> <sighs> all right. <laughs> Can we, should we should we move on to the next beer? Yeah, I think let's. I that sounds let's like the perfect time to move on to that next one. <laughs> no, I think so. Where really quick uh, while she's pouring this one, where did the idea come from? This one for I mean, was it from? That uh, that brewery or what's uh, for that for this one that's the uh, citru- the citrus one that we just had. No, that was that I can't was, remember the name. Yeah, um, brain farting. Did you call it brain farting? I just called that's brain not farting. the name of the beer. Brain yeah, farting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> brain farting. Brain farting. Brain farting. <laughs> no, the the idea for it's that one speed, just yeah. just came from I wanted to make a a nice. Uh, I mean, I, IPAs are, are great, but they tend to be a little bit heavier and a little bit harder to drink on, on a hot day. I mean, it, it's been, I mean, July was hot, 90, yeah. you know, 90 something every day out in the beer garden. So wanted to make something that's a little bit uh, easier to, easier to bring down, um, not too bitter, um, lots of flavor. Yeah. And we'll do, we'll definitely do heavier duty stuff as it gets a little cooler and, you know, more, more intensely hop infused, but this one's, it's got that flavor and that nice texture, that silky texture that you get with New England's, but. Yeah, not not too much. Yeah, you can you can taste the hot, but it's not overpowering, which is fantastic. I'm, I'm drinking so much. I think Can't this might be myself. your favorite. This one be my favorite. Yeah, that's okay. gonna be my guess. Oh, that's fun. Mm. Make sure I get the best experience here. You're right. This is probably one of my favorites. I love that that pale ale, and I love this too. This is tough. I like what, them all. What are you feeling over there? I don't know. I feel like it quenches my thirst. Is that a weird thing to say? You nope. know, like for beers, but I feel like I could just like 
this is my favorite word, crushable. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I love this. I feel like, I feel like I give this to a lot of friends that aren't as beer enthused as I am, and they would be like, oh yeah. And remind me, this, this is what again? So this is this is our citrus. Uh, I'm sorry, our sour IPA. Sour IPA. Sour, yeah. It's called Citrospective. Got a little haze. Oh, I love that. These names are so great. Like the yeah. like so best names award goes to you all. And, and <laughs> this one, this one for sure. The name came out of we tasted the beer and we weren't we weren't you know we went back and forth on the names and we just we wanted to really incorporate citrus something into the the name because it just it comes across as. For me, anyway, I get I get lemon, I get tangerine, I get um, grapefruit. I get that grapefruit, and, and then yeah. the grapefruit yeah. really on the back end, yeah. even even with like a bitterness. Yeah, um, yeah. and uh, that's what yeah, I've just a very, very like refreshing I can taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so this one was was kettle soured, um, not heavily kettle soured, so there's a tartness to it, but not a real sour sourness to it, um, and just fermented with uh, with a New England IPA yeast. And heavily hopped during the process. So just developed a, with citra, mostly citra hops. Okay. So just developed a lot of citrusy character that's really kind of um, it's broad, refreshing. broad. Yeah. yeah. And really, really nice. This yeah. one's this one's going over very, very well. I could see this one going well. Yeah. Especially like you mentioned, yeah. the hot summers and kind of that, that great patio beer. Something you can sip on and uh, yeah. And, Wait, did and it's 5.6% ABV. So it's low. That's great. Party. Uh, it did so. Your experience in Germany is that sh- which beers are, are we seeing that in? You know, or, or do you mm-hmm. take it and apply mm-hmm. it to most of your method? Or yeah, interestingly, over there, um, Germans think Germans think that Americans, in terms of beer, are just like complete barbarians. You we know, are, they, yeah, <laughs> pretty <laughs> really, much. Yes, you know, and it was. I, I would. Um, so we're we're going to be doing lagers. So we have the pilsner. I have another lager and one of the fermenters. Um, so we'll we'll probably run a lager, maybe a. A lot, couple lagers at a time. You know, we'll mm-hmm. do a, we'll do a, uh, an Oktoberfest in the fall, and we'll do a Bach beer. Um, it won't be a lot of what we do, but it'll be part of it. Yeah. And you know, while I was over there, I really got a good a good taste for lagers. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's yeah. that is absolutely what they do in Germany really really well. And I, I did try very very hard to con- convince them that we could di- differentiate the brewery by doing you know some like hoppy like IPA types beers um, and they're, you know, I mean, they've been, the brewery has been a brewery, uh, for 500 years, yeah, you know, and they're, they're kind of like, <clears throat> they don't break it. Like, yeah, they're like, we've been doing this for a while, you know, just stand back and, you know, try not to get hurt kind of thing. <laughs> That's like, a great oh, idea, oh. but no. Yeah. Well, it, like speaking of your experience, it sounds like you've gotten to, you know, learn or be around other people and they've influenced you. Like, like what experience maybe was the most influential or really left an impact on you? Most influential experience. Or maybe like, did you ever go into a forest and take ayahuasca? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding, people. It's, yep. Stare, dance, at, stare at a kid. rock for a day and a half and come yeah. out Spirit with like these journey. great, great, Spirit great journey. recipes. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I mean, I, I, I don't know that there's been anything that's really the most um, impactful experience, but just. Wait, Mary, me wasn't? Mary, Mary. Yeah, I feel like that was a good choice. <laughs> I feel like that was a good choice. Well, now that you <laughs> mention it, honey. Um, but no, I, I I have tried to grow over the course of my entire, um, you know, my my entire life as a brewer and in, in my my career, and I continue to, and I really, I'm inspired by other yeah. brewers all the time. I love you it. know, and it's it's just, you know, for a long time making, I mean, making a beer like this 25 years ago is you there was no way you'd be able to sell it. I mean, people would be like, "What's wrong with you? It's it's hazy." It, yeah. You know, it tastes kind of sour. It's mm-hmm. really, really, 
impactful yeah. and flavor, yeah. flavorful. And it's really good. And people are like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> what what was good yeah. back then was was PBR. Was yes. water. Yeah. Right. Just and, kidding. You know, not I mean, PBR. I'm not saying I love PBR. I'm not saying PBR is water, but waterier <laughs> beers. She's just gunning for the sponsorship, folks. That's I all. love you, PBR. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait. So when you came here, did you travel or did? When you first came to visit, did you check out all the breweries around here? Did you mm-hmm. try? I know that would be hard in a weekend or a week, but we no, made it done. Please, go ahead. <laughs> no, we. I, what was interesting in growing up in Oklahoma, um, on our way up, we stopped in Tulsa to go to Prairie and American Solera, and yeah, Prairie blew me away. Just yeah. I never expected a state that I grew up with three point two beer to be able to make anything like that. It was just. Yeah. unreal how great it was and then we came over here and we tried to hit as many as we could mm-hmm. um and then we came back about a month later yep look for a place to live because we made a decision very very quickly yeah and we hit quite a few of them after that and then we spent the first year trying to hit as many as we could mm-hmm. um just to get a feel for what is arkansas beer and yeah. and what's being made here and where could we put our own little niche i love that uh if you were to pick a favorite from a local brewer uh or something not, not even a favorite but not something. your own is what yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, well i'm curious you know like because i love to hear like again northwest arkansas the community is so tight-knit and supportive of one another is there a beer that is on your palate brain that you think about often or that just left a good impact a big impact on you a particular beer um I don't know. you know i mean we just we just tried the uh, New Provinces double IPA was very very tasty. Yeah, was yeah. It hippie, hippies minor, hippies major. Oh, yeah, something did, like that. We didn't have that yeah. when they came. No, I I don't think it. Had I think it had yet. dropped oh, like okay. the week after your yeah. podcast. Oh yeah. nice! I'll have to go try that. I was actually. I that got that while I was listening to that podcast. Nice. I love that. Yeah. See, look at this. We're getting there. <laughs> look at us. Look at cereal. Right. Yeah, I'm going to shout out to the folks at Preston Rose down in Paris. Yeah. We, we love their beer. Okay. Yeah. They're a little bit, I guess they're, I don't know if that's really not Northwest Arkansas. No, not at all. We should check them out though. I feel like because it. Because Arkansas they, beers. Yeah. They have a little farm and they do one barrel batches. Their, their stuff's amazing. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's very and good. she's a farm to table chef. Okay. And oh. She cooks all of her own stuff there when that's they're cool. open. I think they're still in a um, COVID kind of shut, shut down, down right situation, yeah. but they're, they're pretty amazing. New province, mm-hmm. um, Ozark, Hawk Moth have all been wonderful. Natural state has been mm-hmm. great. Uh, they have the same equipment that we have. Oh, and nice. so they let us come in and let oh, Dave brew that. with them. And so we've got a, a nice relationship with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's been wonderful here. Yeah. Yeah. Bike rack. Actually, um, Jeff at bike rack was Love very Jeff. helpful in getting yeah. our, uh, our beer school started. Oh, that's so awesome. He, he, he's also, he was, also teaching or has someone teaching mm-hmm. Cicerone at Bike yeah. Rack. I've been, yeah. uh, I went to one class and then my schedule got messed up with work. But yeah, he's great. Like that was yeah, cool. He's, he's, he's super good. He was, he was very helpful. Yeah. Fun teacher. <laughs> School is good when you're trying beers, you know? Um, but that's awesome. I love yeah. to hear that. So, uh, all right. So we've had that one. And uh, I tell you, that was that was delicious. Which one are we moving into next? We are moving into our peach sour, which is called Ring Them Bells. This Ring is bells. named after uh, Dave's former boss who owned Brews in Eureka Springs, Jim Holt, who passed away last year. Oh. And he used to sing karaoke every week. He'd do Liza Minnelli's Ring Them Bells. Nice. <laughs> and yes. Jim, in my mind, was quite the peach. And I didn't know when I said we needed to name this after him that he's allergic or he was allergic to peaches. He was allergic to peaches, so he would not He have would never have drank this. Yeah. You he know. Would, he, he would sing this. Ring Them Bells every week at karaoke, and it was 
always, and it's a really long song. And it was always really bad. <laughs> Sorry, one time I did karaoke to uh, the uh, Sticks Come Sail Away oh, in no. the Cartman voice as it was performed <laughs> on South Park. And uh, I literally uh, had a guy walk in during, because it is an eight and a half minute song and um, never broke character, which is fun. And uh, guy walked in, ordered a beer, sat down and about four and a half minutes into that song. He wasn't even done with his beer, sat it down and walked out. That was oh, it. You were great for business. That Invite Brian it. to your parties. <laughs> it was, what, what kind of place is this? It yeah. was uh, it was Uno Uno's. Oh uh, pizzeria. my gosh! And they were like, was it bar and pizza and stuff? Everything down there on uh, yeah, they're not, Dixon they, Street. They added pizza to it. That's awesome. Was it pizza? No, it's just a bar. Just a bar. I'm just thinking of uh, you. Probably just brought your own pizza. Probably. Byop. No, we were actually down there. It was the middle of a snowstorm, and uh, we were like five. One of you know, or like five <laughs> Three of people ten there. customers there, and yeah. so. They said, yeah, sing whatever you want. Go for it. That's it. I wish All right, I was enough recorded. of that one. Uh, we're back to beer here. <laughs> Don't be awkward. So uh, the peach beer named after the guy that Aaron honored. Jim Holt. The gym that had an Rubes. allergy to peaches. This is amazing oh. peach beer. This is yummy, and it tastes like real peaches. Like not just like, because sometimes there's like, oh, there's peach beer, and then you're like, but where is the peach? Yeah. Here it is. Uh, it's it's, yeah, so it's fermented with peaches. We yeah. kettle sour this one. This one... We took further than the sour IPA. So it was a really good, pretty bracing sourness in there. Yeah. This and is yeah, fermented with peaches. So it's got a nice peach aroma and flavor. Now, Re- remind really, remind the folks listening, what does kettle sour mean? Ah, what yes, is that of course, do? of course. So kettle, kettle souring, there's really, there's kind of two methods of achieving a sour beer. One of which is um, breaking the fermentation into two steps. The first step being uh, a lactic fermentation where you bring in the acidity and the second step being the alcoholic fermentation, where you're doing the normal thing with yeast and turning sugar into alcohol. That, okay. that is the process that this peach sour took. The other process is longer and slower and involves um, a, a combined fermentation with a number of organisms that will both sour and ferment the beer uh, at the same time. And that's not something that we've managed to pull off in a month, but we're working on and we will have those starting next year. Yeah. I think the only thing that I've ever had that actually uh, comes to mind when I drink this one, uh, Ivory Bill over in Siloam. They oh, yeah. have a peach beer. Had it's it. not a sour like this. Um, so I love the fact, the contrast, because mm-hmm. immediately in my mind, I'm I'm remembering the flavor of their beer. Mm-hmm. It's more of a sweeter beer uh, where this is the sour, and it's delicious. This mm-hmm. is absolutely yeah. fantastic. I think it complements that peach note very well. Yeah. I love that. Uh, the only peach beer I know of is the one that my ladies beer club got to influence with Bike Rack, the Peachy Queen. Yep. Uh, but it's a Hefeweizen, and that's delicious just as it's well. It's a lot lighter than this. Yeah, that yeah. one is so perfect for summer. But um, I really appreciate the sourness. I like that. So yeah. what we do a lot of times, if people come in, they go, ooh, that's too tart. We'll do a half and half. So half of oh, the confabulate nice. and half of this, and it, it brings oh, it into a awesome. nice little, uh, it tastes like a Bellini. We're going to oh, have to come over awesome. and try that. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, honestly, I don't hear about breweries doing that often, so that's cool. Like, yeah. meet people where they're I'm at. I'm not sure that um, half of this brewery would do it if this half wasn't there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's cool that you meet people <clears throat> where they're at. What are you at. getting at there? Yeah. I don't know what you mean. It. I love this one. This one's been one of my favorites. I, yeah. I, I, I'm fine with it. I just think I, I find it funny that you managed to bring that up in this <laughs> conversation. <laughs> I'll say, because it it's not something that people typically do, but I think it's neat. Well, like this is getting awkward. Fun. Don't be awkward. But uh, okay. no, I and well, and it's funny you say that. So um, one of the things that's been on my mind uh, over the last few minutes here is: Have y'all done any um, 
any collaborations, I guess, with local breweries? Or is that kind of in the works yeah. or any ideas in that? Or are you kind of just sticking to your lane for now? And, and we, we are, we're absolutely up into collaborations. I mean, we've only been open for a month, so yeah. we haven't really kind of kind of worked that out yet. I but keep forgetting this, that. However, this, this, this is a collaboration. This next beer is actually a collaboration. Love it. Well, see, love um, that transition, right? <laughs> oh, yes, with, thank you. With, uh, so there's a, a coffee roaster in town that actually just moved into our building so now we have a coffee roaster in the building which is, is amazing it? new java Are coffee oh, new java. Java. shout out to Berlin. what up what up yeah so we're gonna try um, this out oh yeah that smells good that just woke me up i'm awake now y'all so again it's it's august it's arkansas it's hot you know so we didn't want to do do for a collab with these guys anything too intense you know the coffee stouts are an obvious home run yeah this is a brown ale um it's it's uh we added some cacao to it so there's a little bit of a chocolate everybody loves that and there is uh some coffee that we put into the fermenter with the um, after the fermentation finished and just a hint of cinnamon wow that is delicious yeah. yeah, yeah, this one's gone over very well. It's you know, the, I mean, really, the coffee's there, but it's subtle. It's not yes. overwhelming. Isn't that um, good? It kind of melds with the other flavors pretty nicely. Is is there? I mean, just out of silly curiosity, is there a time of day that this uh, sells better at? Is it earlier in your afternoons, or is it later in evenings, or is it just pretty much any time? It's consistent throughout the whole day. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. I can see why. I mean, it's delicious. Yeah. I want to do like a chocolate pairing with it. Yes. And I'll have all the dark chocolates in front of me and just. Well, and I think this would partner really well with mole. With what? Mole. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. I feel yes. like, yeah. That'd be awesome. We're going to have to uh, try that out then. Yeah, like I said, I think we do a pairing episode. Maybe we take all the beers that we've had. We sit there and we just eat and people watch us. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> and afterwards, I'll be 25 pounds more. Hey, COVID-25. Sure. Just kidding. Why not? We're counting up, right? Bad jokes. So this one <laughs> hey is called Mexican Buddha, which is um, Belen's trail name from the Appalachian Trail. Oh, that's awesome. I have okay. a friend who right. did that. My friend Heather did that. What a cool, cool thing to do. I wonder if they know each other. Huh. Pro- probably not because I was with her the whole time. I don't remember meeting oh, Heather, but we don't actually What's use each other's real name? names. What's uh, her trail name? Tra- Heather. I'm, I think it's something lavender, but um, I don't mean that she was on the trail with y'all, but I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm not that dumb. No, but I mean uh, that for, like you might've found each other cause there's different organizations sure. and groups and things like that. But that is so cool. What was your trail name? Bubbles. Why was it, Can you share the stories or those are things that are secret? No, because I carried bubbles with me the first day oh, that's so cool. that we hiked and I had to blow bubbles and I carried a can of beer wrapped in aluminum foil like my parents did soda cans when I was a kid. Yeah. Not that that would ever keep it cold when you're hiking, but I really wanted a beer when we finished our first day of hiking. Yeah. I way overpacked on that. We were doing <laughs> through hiking. I never carried bubbles or beer after that. Yeah, hey. That's so cool. I love that. It's like you just... All these, all the essentials. Yeah. Why not bring rocks? You know? <laughs> what? It, it That's hey, cool. it may not uh, keep it colder, but, but it hers, does keep the aliens yeah. from reading exactly. its minds. So. I know why. I made a hat at the end. We were safe. It was all good. Oh, and I love the I love Mexican Buddha. That's awesome. Yeah. Cheers to you. Cheers That's to awesome. you, Mexican Buddha. Yeah, that's so fun. I love it. Cheers. 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 You guys. Cheers. Cheers. And this is delicious. So. All right, all right, I gotta I gotta clean out glasses because out. we've got one more that is super special to me. Yeah, okay. I'm excited about this one. Our last one is the Black is Beautiful. Okay. Ooh. It is a national collaboration. All fifty states and a couple of other countries are now participating in this. Really? 
Yeah, it is uh, Weathered Souls That's is how you do who it, put it out. <laughs> Just trying to be quick. <laughs> and it is a, an imperial stout. They gave the base recipe, um, and then each brewer could modify it as they saw fit. And 100% of the proceeds goes to a charity of your choice that has to do with social justice for people of color, or as I learned earlier, yeah. Biok? Uh, BIPOC. BIPOC. Yeah, I'm Black learning. Indigenous People of Color. It's just an easier way to say and include everyone. What That's up? really cool. But I love this. Keep telling us more. And so <laughs> when I heard about it, um, one of my friends that started as a yoga student had l- grown up in Springfield, and she is African-American and queer, and she said, I can't believe you're moving to the Ozarks. You of all people, I can't believe you're moving to the Ozarks. And she was really upset about this. And we had some good conversations. And she had told me about where she was raised. And I didn't really put it together mm-hmm. when we made the decision. And so it has weighed on me for the last couple of years because it's not the experience that I'm having in Eureka Springs. Yeah. And so when we saw this, I have a family history that is not particularly pleasant when it comes to racism. And I said, we've got to do this. Yeah. And I practically begged Dave, but I didn't have to beg long because he said, yes, we have to do this. And I said, um, one more thing. I want this to be the first beer that I help you brew at. Got oh, a hold. And he I said, of course. That's really so great. awesome. I love that so much. It hurts. Well, and, yeah. and I think that, you know, to just to take what you were saying a second ago, a little step further, I think that's been one of the big things. Yeah. There are some areas in Arkansas mm-hmm. that yeah. definitely have that stigma and for a some good very close to us. Yes. Uh, some within Pearson. an hour and a half drive, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't give a, I don't give a shit, <laughs> but um, yeah, we got to fix not, that. Yeah, Let's exactly. just be honest. There's a way there's some good people in Harrison. I just feel sorry for you all, but you're right. Northwest Arkansas. Yeah. Like Overall, this is it's, a, we're changing. A, yeah. We are changing. Yeah, and we always tell people, come visit Northwest Arkansas. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I think having people like you move here, you bring this influence and this passion and this empathy that this area needs. Um, I Instead of saying cancel culture, I say embrace culture. Yep. Um, you add to that. And so thank you for being here, and yeah. thank you all for doing um, this beer because that is so important right now. It's like to and people are afraid to take a stance yeah. because they're afraid of saying something wrong. I understand this is not a sprint; it's a marathon. Yeah, and it's like just um, the small actionable steps that you can take uh, to try to make a difference and to stand in solidarity with the people that have suffered the longest. You know, uh, unfairly so. But Northwest Arkansas, like I'm proud of some of the things that we're doing. Like this is yeah. Let's and and this might influence other people to take a chance and do something different or to read something and educate themselves. So yeah. I'm gonna get off my soapbox. <laughs> so our charity. There you go. There you go. Hey, no joke. I mean, I, I don't want to make fun of that because yeah. that was actually that yeah. was really great. I think that's uh, that's exactly what we're about here in Northwest yeah. Arkansas. And yeah. so to have y'all doing this and and black is beautiful. This is delicious. Yes, let's talk about so. that too. <laughs> So I do want to say our charity is the Northwest Arkansas Urban League Young Professionals. Really? Okay. They're great. And um, they are very much, when we contacted them, they said, of course. And then said, oh, and we should talk about other things we should do together. And I said, yes, (laughs) of course. This is going to be a lifelong partnership, I think. Yeah. I have a couple of friends who are in that. uh, And yeah, things that they're doing are awesome and they're fun to work with. And yeah, if people are looking for organizations to partner with, they're great. So for for our listeners here, uh, tell us just a little bit more about because I'm I've heard the name and I know about the organization I don't know a lot about what they do how they impact uh, our local society here so uh, do either of y'all want to chat more about that 
Hold on. I'm going to just read you the mission so I don't butcher it. A-okay. That's That'd totally fine. My friend Todd Jenkins is, and my friend Brianna Kitchen are the ones that first introduced me to it. And then through my work with Bike NWA, we partnered with them on an event. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, hold on. But what will we do? I think uh, it's extremely important. Like yeah. like Bianca was saying, like you're mm-hmm. saying as well, that, that those who have a voice take a stand. Uh, you know, I don't think, I don't think that, uh, you know, we need to cower back. I don't think that we need to be obnoxious about it either. You know, I think there's a time and a place for a very real solid conversation. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I feel like the time that we're in right now, it's awesome to be able to just speak up and and have that conversation. Yeah. And have other people that are, you know, maybe at the same pace as you, like I said, I think vulnerability is so key in every area of life. Uh, but to understand that you may not say always, you might not always say the right things and you may be confused on how to express yourself, but yep. there are more than enough resources out there and people that you can tap into in organizations like Urban League. Uh, but here's what they say on their What We Do page. Yep. The National Urban League works to provide economic empowerment, educational opportunities, and the guarantee of civil rights for the underserved in America. That's really cool. Pretty dope. So I, I basically the way I've always looked at it is it's kind of like an organization that helps uplift and give people a space to get connected. And I feel like there's a lot of professional development in that. So yeah. kind of yeah. get the gears turning. Really. Yeah. Yeah. So, so kudos to y'all. Can we cheers one more time? Kudos Absolutely. Cheers to this. Got to hold. It's been so delicious yes. and awesome. I mean, is there anything else like you like you said, this is something you're really passionate about. You've been working with them. Um, there's future collaborations that you might be doing with Urban League or other organizations. Yeah. So we were talking, I talked to Brandon today and oh, we're Brandon. looking yeah. at um, what can we do to start preparing now for two yeah. years from now yeah. for future elections because yeah. we have some representation in the state that doesn't represent me. The people. 100%. Yeah. And doesn't represent a lot of the people that I've met in Northwest Arkansas. Yeah. And I think we need to change that on a national level. Yeah. And so we're definitely going to be working together on that. Um, we do a thing, Dave and I work Thursdays, and we do a thing on Thursdays where we donate 100% of our tips yeah. to the charity of the month. And last oh, month cool. was um, People Helping People. Okay. And they, yeah. do pres- they get prescription drugs for people in Carroll County that can't afford it. And wow. we were able to raise $750 last month for wow. them. Um, this yeah. month, it will be answering the call and the Grannies Fund, which provide food for kids uh, during yeah. the school year, especially if they don't quite qualify for the free and reduced lunch program yep. or they fall through the cracks for some reason or another. Yeah. They get lunches through these organizations. That is yeah. really great. You've only been open a month. You're just moving and shaking. Yeah. Like, I just, that makes me. It's, it's good. Yeah. I mean, we, we, you know, we're, we're trying to provide a, a place for yeah. conversation and, and doing a beer like this gets people oh, an opportunity yeah. to yeah. talk about it. And, yeah. you know, the thing we're doing on Thursday, we'll tell, we'll tell everybody, Hey, the tips are going to this. And it gets yeah. people thinking about like, yeah. well, how can I, how can I you know, make? how can I yeah. contribute to that or how can I, and, and people yeah. tip really well on Thursdays, which Absolutely. is great. And, you know, so it's, it's a, it's a testament to the generosity of people and that they really yeah. do want to pitch in and help. Sometimes you just need to start the conversation. Yep. Has there been any conversation that might've been difficult, you know, trying to get someone to understand the purpose behind the beer? Have you had to come across that? I mean, you don't, you don't always have to answer my questions if they're too, you know, too gritty, but I mean, hopefully you haven't, but if you have, has it been eye opening on either end? Yeah. Not, 
with respect to this beer, no. I mean, okay. you know, yeah. we've gotten yeah. we've had some <laughs> we've had some people come in that are, you know, that are like, we're not. I don't. The mask thing is stupid. I'm not. Wearing, I'm yeah. not wearing a damn Sign mask. Sign of the it's, devil. Yeah, yeah, the devil's you know, like we're hanging out. Try and keep it light. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. Wow. I just kidding. Jokes. <clears throat> yeah. Try and keep it light and laugh about it and yeah. kind of you know just like look you know you, yeah. if you don't wear the mask you don't get beer. Yeah, or, you, you should know. have like a space yeah. helmet. Be like, will you at least wear this? Yeah. Like, yeah, or I, meet them know, where they're at. Just make I, them uh, I, wear a Trump mask. Oh. I told one guy, you know, it isn't actually for coronavirus. It's just because your breath is offensive. Yeah, you actually, that's it. it. That's it. And oh, that's it, it was it like it was one of those jokes where you're yeah. like, I don't know, this could go either way. You're and scared. It, yeah, like well, he's either gonna take. <laughs> well, a the swing. dude was much bigger than him, so yeah, yeah he should have been scared. <laughs> I was like, oh man, you said what? That's why I like to say, just kidding. <laughs> like right after the joke, just kidding. Hey, <laughs> Oh, that's awesome! No, this beer is delicious. What are the notes of this beer, so I can be more educated? Yep. Sure. So this mm-hmm. we the the recipe, you know, the recipe. There was a recipe that Weathered Souls put together, and it was very, very roasty um, and intense, and very, very strong. Um, I wanted to cut that down a little bit because it's you know because it's kind of hot this time of year. I wanted it a little bit more quenchable or drinkable uh-huh. or yeah. crushable. It's, this isn't really crushable. There's, you can't call this crushable, but. Um, well, we, you can, we, but then you would be crushed very quickly yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. It's crushing, not crushing. Crushingable. Yeah, we went with uh, we went with a lot of chocolate malt, um, brown malt, um, and looking really for more like a chocolatey. Yeah, that's what experience. I get. From it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get a lot of very dark, like dark, um, you know, like a high cacao, like yeah, you know, dark makes me chocolate. feel like I should be in a sweater and I should be like enjoying a patio. Yeah. As the fall crisp air rolls in. Moves in, this becomes the ASMR part of our video, of our show where we get right here. Yeah, we did. I mean, <laughs> it, we we lucked out. I mean, we released this beer this weekend and it did cool off. It was like yeah. September oh, or I know. something. Maybe it was, was suddenly you know fifty at night. Yeah. Mother perfect. Nature knew what's up. She was she like, "Black what, is yeah, beautiful." She knew what time what's it was. up? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited to come visit. So y'all talked a, a little bit about your patio space off air. Can you share a little bit more about like what someone can experience? Like you said, you have an acre. We have an acre when, so when you exit the, the tap room, Mm -hmm. you don't see the whole thing. It's three different levels Nice. and it has a trail that goes through down to the bottom level. So under on the top level, there's a 90 year old oak tree. And so that level is mostly just two to four chairs and Mm -hmm. no tables really up there. And then the level two and level three have table picnic tables and a couple of regular tables and we have cornhole Um, we have washers we have cedar dice that can be used for farkle Um, or gambling (laughs) we don't gamble (laughs) high high stakes farkle yeah Yeah. gamble on your on your friend's washer game will bob lose Probably. Beer, you owe me a beer. <laughs> it's wor- worked out pretty well with the with the flow. So people come in. Yeah. Um, we're trying to limit it to just, okay, a group comes in. Mm-hmm. We bring them up to the bar. Um, yeah. We sample them through the beers so they get an opportunity to taste the beers without the pressure of, like, nice. you know, the crowd coming yeah. from behind. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then yeah. they'll move out to the beer garden, and then the next group comes in. And, and it's, you know, it's there's so much space out there that everybody can be socially distanced. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's been that, that part's been great so far. Hell that. Let's go visit. Yeah, I think so. I think we're yeah. gonna have to do that. So, well, I think that's what time we have right now Aww. for uh, today. Unfortunately, Aww. all good things do have to come to an end, that's but, true. uh, thank you for you, having us. Absolutely. Thank thanks for joining us. Thanks for being you, both yeah, of you. Th- thank you. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> we, we really, we, we love what you're doing. I mean, this is great. We love the beer scene here. It's yeah. growing and you guys are definitely 
doing a lot to help that happen. I, I think well, you're an amazing addition. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Welcome to uh, to Northwest Arkansas as a brewery. So. And thank you to EcoVet because yeah. our bar is made from their wood as well. Oh, no way. That's awesome. Yeah, this, Bar see? brothers. This looks, bar this looks <laughs> extremely comfortable for us because it, we have we have a bar <laughs> made of the same stuff. Yeah, they're absolutely. so great. They are, they, their stuff's great. Now, Mike is Mike's fantastic. Yeah. I, know, uh, I know he's been working through a whole lot of challenges and, and growing this and everything else. So, yeah. We're excited for that. But uh, it, tell our listeners, uh, if they want to come check you guys out yeah. over in Eureka Springs, uh, what are your hours right now as as of recording this uh, in August of 2020? Thursday and Friday from 3 to 7, Saturday 12 to 6, Sunday tw- uh, 12 to 7 on Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sunday. Mm-hmm. We are behind the Rowdy Beaver Tavern. Okay. There is a driveway. You can find a really cool raven back there. Okay. There will be a raven waiting in the darkness for and you. And wonderful <laughs> beer, awesome beer garden. And we always have uh, live music on Saturdays from 4 to 6. Ooh, I love 4 that. 4 to 6 on Saturdays. We're coming right. to hang out. We'll have to go on a Saturday. Well, and I'll tell you what. We, di- we didn't get to it on this episode, but I do have to say the raven. I'm sure there's a, uh, is there a good story behind that one? Maybe we'll come out and we'll tell you. Yeah, we'll go visit and we'll record that. And also, I drew that bird. Yeah, (laughs) she drew this one. It's okay. It looks kind of like like a raven raven and a penguin kind of hung out together with a a pigeon and had a baby. Yeah, and they put on a little, like, you know, a little soft music. He's thick. All right. He's thick. (laughs) Maybe the Mary Poppins hat and everything. He has the COVID extra pounds. Yeah, exactly. He's like, yeah, just like me. (laughs) Thank you all again so much for joining us here on Beyond the Tap. And, uh, we will see you next time. Again, thanks to our sponsors, EcoVet Furniture, Seth over here from Growler's Uptown Kitchen and Tap House. And of course, we got Tawny Town Winery, Natural State Brewing. And uh, of course, each and every single one of you who are watching us, we're growing on Facebook. Like us, follow us there, Instagram, and uh, of course, YouTube. Yeah, all of them. We'll see you all next time as we go beyond the tap. 